The following program contains views and opinions which are not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors. Hello, everybody! What's coming up on today's experience? Devotional Diamonds of the Day, also known as DDDs, where my daily devotions become some of our spiritual reflections. Sound effects placed throughout the show, which have nothing to do with life, but because we've spent so much money on them, we really hope you enjoy them. The review of the Goofy News, which proves Jesus is coming back sooner than you think. Take a look around. I don't think there's a lot of argument there. Life lessons for our faith that we can actually use probably won't if we sit on our blessed assurance, but perhaps we can be moving forward in the kingdom in our relationship with the Lord and in loving him and loving one another. Humor that will force you to think, why does this guy have a radio show? One, because we paid the bill yesterday, so we paid radio rent. And two, why not? Also, Bible trivia for fake, and yet somehow, real cool prizes, your phone calls, and more. Welcome to the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. My name is David Spoon. I will be your host for the next 5,400 seconds. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show. We don't know what we're doing. We prove that on a pretty regular basis. We have no idea what's going to happen. Only the Lord knows what's going to happen. And we don't care in the sense that we're not going to stress out about it. This is the key. For the next few minutes, I just want to talk faith with you. So here we go. We're asking questions about living life as a Christian, going through the process of getting everything done before the Lord, laying it out before the Lord, and then recognizing that many of us have this high level of expectation that somewhere in the next day or two or week or two, somebody is going to dump a bucket of water on our heads. We need to stop living that way with the expectation that we're about to get washed in a way we don't want to. Let's believe for the best. Wait, what's wrong with expecting the best from he who is the best. Hey, if you have an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question, if you have something that's floating around in your mind or your heart, if you want to share a praise report so that your brothers and sisters can be blessed, totally up, totally open door for you to do so. If you need somebody to join in you with faith for your prayer request that we can bring before the Father in the name of the Son, by the power of the Holy Spirit, joining all our faith together, then we simply say, give us a ring, a ringy-dingy, a ringy-ding-ding. Call us at 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. When you call, 972-445-0770. Captain Chris will answer the phone, and then you will be... Takes me away to where I'm going. 
Additionally, you can text us live during the show as well, 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483, 214-210-8483. Additionally, you can send an email, david at hemustincrease.org. Let me just double check. Yeah, david at hemustincrease.org. Pretty simple. David at he must increase.org. You can step outside your house and scream as loud as you can, David. But I probably won't hear that. You can have somebody pay somebody to go up in the sky and write with their plane, hello, David. But I'm inside a studio, inside a building, so I probably won't see that. Uh, additionally, we want to send you to the website. A couple of reasons to send you to the website. Of course, it is a place to give. Why is that important? We can't do the show unless you give. Just that I don't, I'm not going to apologize for that. Number two, when you invest in the kingdom, you are investing in God and in his kingdom. You're not, you're not paying me my salary. I'm not making minimum wage, and I don't want to hear about that. What you are doing is helping us keep the show going on the air, blessing people. That's what it is. Also, on that website, you can... Put out on a little form. There's this little form. It's called a one, two, three form. Form builder. You put out what your prayer request is, and you can keep it private or make it public, or what a praise report is that you have. You can keep it private or public, whatever you're comfortable with. Do us a favor. Check out the website. We would greatly appreciate it. Go to he must increase dot org. Prayer request. He must increase dot org. Praise report. Hemosincrease.org. Looking to give to this ministry? Hemosincrease.org. Confused by what's happening right now? Hemostincrease.org. Hemostincrease.org. Symbol? A symbol? Is that a symbol? Like a like a drum symbol? I think it was a whole drum set. A whole drum set? You just right then you fell right off the, the, the cliff right into a drum set? Okay. I'm just checking with you, making sure you're doing all right there. Uh, a couple things I do want to tell you. We'll open with a little bit of prayer. We're going to keep praying for the Ukraine situation. Something that I, dawned on me, and I've heard this now, and, I, and, I, and Chris can correct me if I'm if I'm wrong about this, Captain Chris can. But I've heard the analogy now hmm. about seven times between Ukraine and Russia, Ukraine and Russia, Ukraine and Russia. I have heard the analogy on every single channel. It's David against Goliath. It's David against Goliath. It's David against Goliath. I don't know what's in your Bible, but in my Bible, David against Goliath, David won. So I mean, I, I don't, you know, I keep, they keep saying that. It's like, well, okay, if that's the case, I'm just saying. So you know, you got to be aware. <laughs> it's like, just be aware of that. That's not now. What we're asking for is that the Lord would bring peace. We've got people who listen to the show who've got family members who are in Ukraine. We have people that listen to this show that have people who are connected to ministries that are involved in the things that are going on there. And there's there's this, uh, I think there's a desire on some sides to say, you know, just vaporize the bad people and let everything else emerge good. Well, that's not really the way you want to pray about it. The way you really want to pray about it is you want to ask God to stop the war, stop the fighting, cease the madness, and bring his peace that passes all understanding into the hearts and minds of the people and let the leaders of all the world walk in the fear of the Lord and not in the stupidity of their sin. That's what we want to be praying. So let's pray for Ukraine, and then we'll get into the teaching of the word. Father, we come before you right now. We lift up all these people to you. So many people caught in a crossfire between powerful struggles of fleshly sin. 
And we just ask that you would protect people. Let your angels descend and protect the people. Watch over the innocent. They cry out to you. Hear their pleas. Hear their cries. We cry for them and with them. And we ask you to bring a, a literally a relief to this situation, a miraculous one that people will even have to say, this has to be the hand of God. We pray that in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. So we're going to just keep believing that the Lord will do great things like that. In the meantime, we're going to jump into the book of Matthew. Anything I got to cover? I think we're okay. We're doing good. Matthew, we are in a very, very deep theological spot in Matthew chapter 5. It says this in verse 45, and this is in reference to, remember we just covered last week, you know, pray for those who persecute you, that you may be children of your father. We're supposed to love our enemies, not hate our enemies. And then this is what verse 46 says, for he causes his son, the sun is in the sun in the sky, to rise on the evil and the good. And he sends rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. So Christians need to understand that God loves everyone. He pours the sun on people that are evil and good. That's a blessing. He pours his rain on people that are good and people that are bad. That's his blessing. That's a demonstration of his love. He loves in that capacity everyone. But he doesn't love everybody the same. <laughs> People are going to go, what? Let me just help you out here. A little theology to start the uh, Tuesday off with, right? Here it is. Does God love everyone? The answer is even more fun. The answer is yes, and the answer is no. God loves everyone in the sense that he sends his reign on the just and on the unjust. He loves everybody in that he gives people the opportunity to repent. He loves everyone to, in the context that all people are his offspring. This is called universal love. God loves everybody. But God doesn't love everybody in the same sense that he has mercy on some, but not on others. He doesn't love everyone in the sense that he doesn't give every person the heart to respond and repent. Jacob I loved and Esau have I hated, as well as hating the wicked. This is called distinctive love. The fullness of his love is revealed in connection to Jesus Christ. But not everyone has Jesus Christ. It doesn't matter if you or I or other people are offended. God doesn't care. He owes no man anything, and if you don't like it, I suggest you argue with him and let me know how it goes. But he loves everybody in the general generic sense, but in the distinctive sense manifests that love as he sees fit. And people think, well, that's not fair. And what's our favorite word around here? Tough. It's like, that's not, not going to change God. Why does he do that? Ask him. I don't know. All I know is when he said David and I said yes, he smiled and I was in. That's what I know. And if the Lord is calling on your heart right now for you to make a decision and a commitment and stop bouncing up and down in this thing we call faith, then right now take that moment and say, please, Lord, I confess my sins. I surrender my life. I ask Jesus Christ to be my Lord and Savior. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Teach me your truth and guide me. Do that right now. Even if you're a believer, but you're kind of walking in a wanky way, make the commitment to stand firm 
as a child of the Most High God while you have the opportunity. Okay? All right. We're going to take a break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Can't stand the skill, can't stand the shame. It may be false, but it feels the same. So I punish myself. I go down to the jail. What is the David Spoon Experience? Here is a DDD uh, entitled Custom Eyeglasses Used on Others. Custom eyeglasses used on others. First Samuel chapter 18, verse 9. So Saul watched David jealously from that day forward. Uh, stop. There it is. So Saul watched David jealously from that day forward. How do we see people in our lives? Saul saw David through jealous glasses. He put on these glasses. They weren't the ones from the Lord, right? They were glasses that had much more flesh in them, and then everything was tainted. This is what happens to you and I, and let's just do the honest, you know, those honest moments where we put on our glasses regarding regarding some people because almost every time we get a communication from them, there's just something coming that's just low. This is going to be lousy. I haven't even opened it. I'm already dreading it, right? Have you ever gone through that, right? Or every time this person texts me, I'm not smiling after I read it or something along those lines. And it could be somebody who, you know, has got a spirit of complaining. It could be somebody that's got a, a spirit of pride. It could be any of those things, right? And you're just like going, oy vey, right? But you're not saying it much, but you know how you're seeing it. And that's custom glasses. You've already put the glasses on. You've already determined how it's going to be. You're already seeing it through that slant. It's not that they've never done anything. It's just that you and I tend to stay in those zones and see people that way. And so no matter what was going to happen with Saul and King Saul and David, David was going to impute evil motives to Saul's actions. I've gone through this with a professor. I'm just confessing. Right. I had a professor uh, before we started the radio show and my buddy in the in the process was a pastor, was my like a schoolmate. And he would write me and go, what's why does she, you know, jump on you like that? I mean, he was asking me. Right. And I'm like, every time this <laughs> statement, I, I just and I just and instead of having any kind of change of heart or mercy, I was I was mad. But my anger did not work the righteousness of God. And sometimes people do that because of other reasons. It's not because of you. And we need to do a better job of not wearing custom glasses where we see the downside on people. So the question to ask is what kind of glasses do we use with others? And are those glasses approved prescription glasses from God? On Christ the solid. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas, where we get ready for our first 
trivia question. Which New Testament writer claimed, I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Ooh, who said that? If you think you know, 972-445-0770 is the number to call. You can also text in 214-210-8483, as well as you can send an email, david at he must org. In the meantime, we are going to do our DNA. Good for DNA? You all right? I just want to make sure you're okay. I don't want you... <clears throat> you got to keep our, our you got to keep Don and Jennifer and Chris in prayer. They do a lot more work than you guys know, and because of that, sometimes they have to work late. Really late, later than I would work. Anyway, D for our DNA stands for draw closer to the Lord daily. Daily, which is every day that ends in Y. That's my favorite line. And uh, every day thereafter, and every day from now on. And if you haven't done that, start doing it. Just start the very first day, today, okay? That would be it. And never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. Never be ashamed of what Jesus had to say as you are growing and learning in the kingdom. You might not have all the answers right away, but you will grow into them. You will understand. You won't be brainwashed. Nobody questions God more than those who pursue deeper and deeper. And they look at God and they go, what? But the Lord always has an answer. And then A, always be ready. To serve. To serve, which means your heart and mind is not just focused on you, 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 Okay? The idea is to have your heart and mind sensitive to the Lord so you can be a vessel and to concentrate and think about other people and how they are. Okay? That is the key. Again, our trivia question straightforward. Which New Testament writer claimed, I have fought the good fight, I have finished the race, I have kept the faith. There you go. All right? That's the question. Uh, again, if you want to reach out to us, 972-445-0770. Text in 214-210-8483. Or email david at he must org. Let's go right into the rest of this text because there is so much in Matthew. I realize how much there is in Matthew. I, uh, I, I uh, It'll take me four years to get through this if I don't start moving it along. So... Maybe I should start moving this along. All right, so here's what it says. So in verse 45, for he causes his son to rise on the evil and the good and sends his rain on the righteous and on the unrighteous. Verse 46, for if, lo if you love those who love you, what reward will you have? Don't even the tax collectors do the same? And if you greet only your brothers and your sisters, what are you doing out of the ordinary? Don't even the Gentiles do the same? The question that's being asked by Jesus is, it is not impressive to love, to give, to care for, and to take care of those that would do that very thing for you. It's hardly an investment at all since you know that if you care and love and greet and talk to people that are of like spirit, of kindred spirit, you'll get that coming back to you. So you, you know what's coming. Jesus requires us to do this radical faith thing do it for people you don't expect it back from. So we're going to take our caller. We're going to do an answer on the trivia, and then we'll dive right back into this, keeping in mind that Jesus calls us to a very radical faith. Okay, here we go. This is David. Who am I talking to? Hey, David. This is Deborah. Hi, Deborah. How are you? 
I'm good. How are you today? I'm doing good. I did get that. I got a text from Susie, and we've been praying for some something extra. So just keep us posted if we need to keep praying on anything in particular. She was going through a tough time. I know this last week, so we've been uh, we've been praying for, her, and we just really are blessed that you brought her into the radio audience. That was really cool of you to do. Oh, uh, thank you, and I will. Okay. Here you go. Ready for this one? Which New Testament writer claimed, I have fought the good fight, I have finished the race, I have kept the faith? I'm probably not even right on this It's a guess, but I was thinking, Paul. That is correct, Amanda! <laughs> And and now here's here's just for a bonus. This is just for a bonus. Do you know where he might have written that? Do you know where he might have written that? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I would say Patmos. No, no, no. I meant like to what letter? What letter? What what book in the Bible that might be in? Oh no. <laughs> Um, no, I don't know. I'm it'd be, sorry. It'd be in Second Timothy, which was considered to be his last letter that he wrote. And there he's going, look, I've done it all. I've given my heart. I've laid it out. Here it is. But that's what a lot of people believe it's, it's in Second Timothy, that portion. But excellent job on that. And I just want to commend you for having the right answer. All right. Well, thank you. And y'all have a good day. All right. Thank you. God bless. God bless. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. Al is giving us much deeper thought. So he probably did that. He probably wrote that while he was sitting on a stool or something. Thanks, Al. Uh, so let's go back to this <laughs> real quickly. This is, our, this is our audience. Get used to it. Uh, so the question that's being asked that Jesus is saying is, if you love those who love you, so what? Right? It's. I mean, In other words, that's not some kind of faith commitment that's just payback that you know oh, if i love this person you know if i give to this person if i help this person and when i need it they'll be there and all jesus is saying is yeah that's not really kind of going out there that's kind of like staying in <laughs> so to speak and his idea is trying to teach people the the faith that we have the good works that we do the kindness that we have the compassion we have we keep it pretty tight we keep it focused uh, within the framework of our uh, fellowship groups or whatever the case may be. And, you know, Jesus said, you know, in, in the parables and in teaching us, go out into the highways and the byways, and the problem for the Christians is they can't get out of the driveways, let alone the highways and the byways. And it's like we have to have a faith that is active towards people that we don't know. And that's when it becomes radical faith. And look at how Jesus gives the summation, this big stumbling stone for some people. And it shouldn't be, but it is for some people. In verse 48, he finally, the end of this chapter, uh, you know, he didn't write the chapters per se. Well, ultimately, actually, he did. But he, he says in the closing of this particular discourse, this portion of it, be perfect, therefore, as your heavenly Father is perfect. And so what people think is, well, that means that you've got to be flawless. And that's not what he's saying at all. What he's saying is you need to have a, a completeness, a perfection, a maturity to your faith. And your faith cannot be one that just says, well, I'll give to this person or I'll take care of these people because I know they'll take care of me. Jesus's response is that, in fact, is immaturity. That's not maturity. That's not a mature Christian faith. 
be be perfect as your heavenly father. He's not, obviously not talking about flawless because the only way we can be flawless is in Christ, which some people believe it's a double message where there's something under there where Jesus is saying, yeah, I can really go do this through me. And that's probably true. I mean, I don't have a problem with that. But what he's saying in the context of the, what he's speaking about is that people have had been told about enemies that they are supposed to just be despised and hated and we're supposed to be praying for people not against people and that puts us more as a child of god versus a child of a country i'm just saying you might not like it tough that doesn't matter I'm just saying, then it says, don't just greet those that are going to greet you back. Don't just say hi to those that are going to say hi back to you. Don't just give a ride to somebody who you know if you needed it, they're just going to give you a ride back. You know, all you're doing is keeping your circle tight. And Jesus is saying, be mature about this. Have a faith that goes past those borderlines. Because if you do that, then Jesus is teaching us, you will really be kids of the kingdom. Now, I'm not saying that we're all going to go out and do this perfectly, so don't, you know. But but it is appropriate if the Lord puts it on your heart and you're driving and somebody's to the side and you can tell that nobody's helping him, that you stop and help even though you don't know them, even though you can't expect anything from them. The idea behind that is to is definitely to move out of our comfort zone, which is hard. I think it's hard. I mean, it's uh, for me, it's difficult. I spend more time encouraging and strengthening Christians than I do non-Christians. It's just the nature of the ministry that the Lord has put me in. But I can't have a mindset that says, "Well, I'm only I'm only going to take care of these people because you know that kind of attitude is is a, almost like a protect self preservation or protective attitude." I got to be willing to talk to other people. I have to be willing to help other people. I certainly need to be willing to greet and be kind and love on other people. One of the most amazing things that I have found for me. So I'll just share this. Okay. I hate shopping. <laughs> can I can I can I say this in nicer terms? I I don't like shopping for anything. Okay? I don't like shopping for cars, houses, clothing, food, name it. I just I hate it. <laughs> it's just one of those things is just and it's not just the Jewish part. I just hate shopping, okay? But one thing I've noticed is that when I try to have a better attitude, and I'm nice to the people that I encounter, they seem to appreciate. <laughs> Whereas when I'm not nice and I'm just like, okay, ring it up. <laughs> I want to get out of here. There's nothing that I'm offering other than I'm just another grumpy person. Maybe being nice to everybody, even people that we don't know, maybe that's along the lines of what Christian faith is. Get what I'm saying? I know you understand. I know in my heart you know exactly what I'm talking about. All right. All right, we're going to take our break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. Don't go anywhere. Just as I am, you reach down. This KAAM radio show with your very own David Spoon is not a business, but a nonprofit ministry first and foremost committed to sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ and strategically equipping the saints. 
Our mission is to educate, encourage, and entertain Christian believers, the hurting, and those not yet believers who need biblical truths. To continue our radio ministry and message of truth, we need many of our faithful listeners to support us, as well as ministry partners who might wish to sponsor the He Must Increase ministry. By giving, you wonderfully facilitate our priorities of assertively teaching the Word of God, and you get nothing in return. No quid pro quo. Nothing but a receipt at year end indicating you gave to us since your donation is 100% tax deductible. Remember that it says in Corinthians that whoever sows generously will also reap generously, or in Proverbs where it teaches that a generous person will prosper. Whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. But if you cannot give, no problem. Continue to enjoy and learn and give however you see fit whenever you can. To support us, go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Such support is terribly appreciated, knowing it enables our beloved David Spoon to give to all of us his time, energy, like so few can, right here on KAAM. What is the David Spoon experience? Well, all, all amps are louder. Because you see, ours, normally, an amp goes from 1 to 10, see? But ours, they go, they go to 11, see? So ours are one more. They're louder, see? So you turn them all the way to 11, all the way up. They're louder. <laughs> I have saved the best for the for last. Because I know almost what I am doing, but not quite. The David Spoon Experience. The Christian faith is being attacked. Fifty years ago, people would disagree with Christianity, but with a sense of respect. Those days are over. The rage, the flesh, the enemy, and the atmosphere of sin is growing and growing. Jesus said in Matthew 24, the love of many will grow cold. And if it's not the end now, it's certainly a lot closer than it was yesterday. You may be from a Baptist background. David Spoon has that. You may have a Pentecostal background. He has that too. You may have a non-denominational background. Yep, he's got that as well. You may be from the Church of Christ, Presbyterian, Methodist, Church of God, or some other denomination. But if you're looking for a show that's Bible-based, spirit-led, and a bit nutty, give David a listen for a while. If you like it, great. If not, no worries. The David Spoon Experience on God Country, Texas, 770 KAAM.